It's like, you know your family could never let you have anything good. Nah, man. <laughs> like, bro, just let, let me do mine. Yes, man. You shouldn't be like, proud. I got a job or something. No, no, you're over here just giving me <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> All that negativity. I don't, I don't need that. That bullshit. All right. You guys ready? Yeah, I'm good. Right. You good? All right. All right. We are now starting. Everything is recording. Okay. And we are starting in five, four, three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Andy King. And as usual, sitting across from me tonight is my co-host, Adrian. And of course, we got in here in the same room with us is our technical director, Mike Cards. Hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, I just turned around. <laughs> I just turned around. <laughs> Actually, if you go to your the wide cam. Yeah, go to wide cam. Wide cam. And stick your arm out. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> good, uh, good. Not bad. Not actually. bad. Not bad yeah, it's a little cooler. We're in the office. This time we actually did a full camera setup in the office. Yes, yes, we did. See, we were originally supposed to go recording back in the office this week, but got hit with another heat wave. It's just oh way too God. hot. So yes. it's, it's current. I checked it out like 10 minutes ago inside there. It was 97. Oh, oh shit. yeah. No, yes. yeah. We're not doing that. No, we're not. Gonna. So we decided this time to still do a camera setup, but we got everything in here in the office. I know it's yes. all condensed. I don't know if you could probably see on mine. Uh, yeah. The <laughs> yeah, you layout. You got the, you got the LED lights over there in the corner mm-hmm. all everything. Yeah. It's, it's packed. It is yes. so packed in here. Yeah. But man, this, this was week this? was a little. It, it was a lot of openers for this week just for new releases there and everything. Was, oh so God, yeah. we had, of course, well, not just this week, but it's the second episode came out for House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. But we got the first episode release for Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Let's yeah. fucking go. <laughs> Adrian was not excited for this. No, no, no. Those of you who don't know, Adrian does not like, he doesn't like high fantasy. medieval fantasy. Anything, okay. anything that's like that Dungeons and dragons level like he, he, he no he hates that he knows no, okay, right out. okay hold on I'll, I'll clarify exactly yeah i hate the fucking speech onto it <laughs> the, one they, the way they talk that's it that's the reason i'm in it man yeah, it, i do okay you know how lord many- of the rings okay lord of the rings mm. the trilogy the original trilogy mm-hmm. i appreciate for what it is it was filmed awesome mm-hmm. i like all behind the scenes mm-hmm. i find it fucking boring as hell <laughs> As well, like we're watching the new one. Rings of Power, yeah. And I got to say, it sucked. It sucked as for me. Yes, you can give me all the look all you want. Look at that look from Mike. Holy shit. He just gave him the nastiest stare down. Dude, medieval fantasy. He can't. You can't. Well, you you first watched House of the Dragon first. Yes. And then you immediately went into Rings of Power. So that transition from dialogue and like, they're still kind of like that same medieval. Same medieval, but I was like, I I could at least pull one. Like, all right, cool. I'm not a big fan of it, but at least I could sit there and watch it. Yeah. For House of Dragon, right? Yeah, House of Dragon. But Lord of the Rings, dude, I (laughs) fucking was bored out of my mind. The dialogue really got you, didn't it? Yes. It's well, because this is like a... Oh, it's a Machiavellian drama. That's yeah. what it is. That's how they're putting it for Rings of Power. So that verbiage, that dialogue, that's kind of like almost like Shakespearean because you don't like Shakespeare or anything like that, right? No, I, I like Shakespearean. I do like that. Okay. How do you like Shakespearean dialogue, but then you don't like 
you Lord of like, Rings. You don't like the actual dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Dude, okay. Put it this way. One of my, it's in my list of like top 10 movies is Romeo and Juliet. All right. Wait, the, the Leo DiCaprio one. Oh, go. Oh, really? Yes. Really? That's, Hold on. Really? That's in my top 10. How? Wow. Dude, I love the fucking dialogue. I'm fucking, that's. That's, <laughs> that's more high fantasy than fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but they have guns. <laughs> <laughs> so this, so you won't watch, you won't read its original story, but you'll watch a modernized version of Romeo. No, I've read that. the original story. So <laughs> you can sit down and listen I can do the whole- to that verbiage bullshit that comes out of Shakespeare. Yes, I could do that. But you can't sit down and listen to anything that comes out of J.R.R. Tolkien. No, I cannot fucking do the whole thing. <laughs> that, that one fucking line we heard in the movie. In the oh, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no there's, one line, there's one line in Rings of Power that got Adrian. I fucking hate it. Like, oh, you got to fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck oh, yourself. What was it? Uh, it's, it's like, oh, I can't feel the warmth of my hands. <laughs> it's like, it's, uh, it says evil, like this place is so evil that, uh, you can't feel the light. Yeah, yeah. You can't so, feel the heat from the torch. Or something yeah, like that. well, we gotta explain Be- it. Yeah, explain, explain, explain the scene. Explain it's the scene. Because Galandriel and a crew are going after. This is the very end, or at least the very end of the reign of Melkor, mm-hmm. or in this case Morgoth. So she's on the hunt for Sauron, who is now next in command to be this big baddie who fleed north, and so she chases his ass for centuries. Finally comes across this fortress hidden in just fucking ice and snow and a snowy tundra. And this place is just so dark and evil to the fact that like the torches they're holding doesn't even emit any heat because it's so cold and dark. No, no, no. Absolute evil. But it's, and no, so, no, it's not, and not so that this man, he's mad because the line was, it's not the fact, it's not that you're cold. It's that it's so dark. No, no. <laughs> she said it's so evil. She just said dark. She just said it's so evil that no he could uh, irradiate. That shit hits. Dude, that shit sucks ass. It hits. Dude, it's the same thing I had with Hellraiser. They're so evil, they limit, uh, they radiate light. That sounds <laughs> Bleep that shit out. <laughs> because the actual light is a living, it's a living being in this world. It's it's a real thing. Yeah, but to say it's this place is so evil, it's cold. You don't like the you don't like the symbolism behind every piece of dialogue. No, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like, don't like, like that. that. It's like just you, talk. You don't normal. like every time they say something, there's some deeper meaning. But you don't like that. No, I was like, I don't want to think about it. I just really want to watch it. That's it. I don't want to think about why why they're wearing a fucking uh glowed uh what's it called a silver uh, what's it called? A silver armor. Mm. And it has to have a cape on there. <laughs> then they go see trees. It's carved out. And they have a dialogue that has to explain every, like, no, everything has to have a meaning behind it. It's that word that really sells that meaning. It's like, like in Return of the King, mm-hmm. when they're, Aragorn's going to go and collect the army of the dead. And there's a part in there where you can hear Gimli, at least in the extended version, where he says, the very warmth of my blood is stolen from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit hits. <laughs> because the place is just so creepy and cold and it's just it just you it's just dark and the very warmth of your body just the chills that runs through your body dude it, i do not want to hear that shit <laughs> he wants he damn, just damn bro to this shit's scary that's what it, that's what adrian wants to hear he wants to hear straight to the point but though. you don't even hear that in romeo and juliet it's like yeah. oh the heart of my beating chest bursts whenever i see your face glow with a thousand suns ah oh, like that's even worse. Why did you say I want to fuck you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at least, it, you know. It had guns. It had guns. It had guns. And it, it came out of Leo DiCaprio's mouth, so come on. <laughs> and at the time when he was 25? 
Getting past like how the dialogue is, what do you actually think about like the structure of the story? The story by itself. So far, okay, structure story, not bad of a story. Okay. Um, it does, I mean, it has the whole, you know, the, she's looking out for revenge. Mm -hmm. uh, just, I mean, if I boil it down, it's just it's a revenge story. That's yeah. what it is. Um, and people, you know, she knows that there's evil out there. You know, you have the higher ups telling her, nope, there's no more evil out there. We took care of that years ago. Mm -hmm. and, and she's like, nope, I've seen it. It's like, no, don't, you know, ignore it. Mm -hmm. And behind the back, it's like, yep, that shit's out there. Um, then you have like two other stories going on at the same time. Yeah, the one thing I didn't like is I didn't want it to jump around like this straight off the bat. Like it bounced between, you had uh, Galadriel and her hunt for Sauron. Then you had the- The one elf that was like in that random town. Exactly, the one um, Ad Adonir or whatever his name was. Yeah, Arondir. Yeah. Yeah, so it's his whole love story with that one woman. Mm -hmm. Then you had the original Hobbit people. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So like it bounced around between all those different storylines. And I was kind of hoping that you got like a more singular center storyline that leads up. Like they could have just focused on Galadriel and her hunt for Sauron. And in the very beginning, they did do those quick spark notes that I really don't like. Like, mm -hmm. you know, beforehand, you know, you had the epic battle and then you had, you know, they won but and then they go the on whole. the search. Like, remember how I talked about, <laughs> I talked about this right beforehand. They always tell you about the better battle in the very beginning. And then they give you kind of like this boring, long out story to get to this awesome battle. But even the awesome battle at the very end still doesn't match up to the very intro battle they explained in the beginning. Like Lord of the Rings weird. had that too. They Budgets. talked about Sauron. <laughs> Last stand and all of you know, men, elves, elves, they all banded together to fight him. And you have that epic, visionary landscape of a battlefield. Yeah. But you don't get that. That's not the main story. Oh, budget, it's dude. just what leads to it. <laughs> yeah. You had a budget on there. But you know that story is probably way more interesting than the story they're going to sell. But here's the thing, though. How do we know? I think that this series is going to lead up to that battle. Because keep in mind. This is the end of Melkor's reign and the beginning of Sauron's reign. I now shit started kind of pop I, off. I have bit. the feeling they're going to cut it right before that. I think you'll Maybe. get one solid fight. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like I think we're right before get... everyone joins in together to stop him. It feels like they're going to stop that story. Like stop that right no, beforehand. No, this is what's going to happen. They're going to do, there's going to be fights leading up to it. Like mm -hmm. we're about to fight. Then something happens where yeah, the fight's yeah. cut off. There. At the very end of the series, we're going to get one solid five-minute fight, and that's it. Mm. And that's where that, that billion dollar went towards. That one fight. <laughs> All that billion dollars. What do you like about the visuals for this? Uh, I thought it was actually a like more balanced. Because this was, this was like the thing everyone was worried about. How, yeah. you know, they were going to go in the direction. Are they going to go like more towards the Hobbit with huge shit ton, fully butt-loaded all CGI out mm -hmm. or were they going to go for the more practical effects for like Peter Jackson's or, you know, they original trilogy. You could tell they did mostly practical mm -hmm. um, where they could. Mm -hmm. And obviously they have the CGI, you know, like when they're climbing up the mountain. And, yeah. You know, uh, and the wolf and everything. And the wolf and what's it called? The, the, the ice troll. The ice troll, yeah. ice troll, the, the scene where all the trees are, you know, I'm pretty sure like th mm -hmm. three, four of those trees are actually physically the there. Yeah. Yeah. The ends that were there that yeah. were alive. Um, um 
Maybe the landscape as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely sense the landscape with like any huge scenic shots. Yeah, yeah. That would normally like Lord of the Rings. What kind of, or at least establishing like running shots or huge, large scenic shots like that. Yeah, and then uh, CG wherever you could. But, but you could tell it was practical, like when they went to that small village, mm-hmm. it was all, pra- all oh, those yeah, buildings all practical. Were practical. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I was worried about. Like when they're going to get into the towns and different areas like that, how is going to be like the mixture between practical and CGI? I think they're doing a pretty good job so far. It yeah. looked good. Yeah, it looked yeah. pretty good like so even, far. Even the town where they had like a, it's like the first generation of hobbits mm-hmm. where it's like these wood Were folks. they called? Uh, they were called. Um, something foot. Harefoot. Harefoot, yeah. Yeah, Harefoot. That's oh, what they what were. What's the difference between Harefoots and Hobbits? Yeah. But they're not quite the same. Uh, hobbits are all white. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I am not wrong on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the Harefoots, there's a lot of, like, darker skin tone, and there's some black Harefoots and everything like that. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't see that in the first Lord of the Rings. I didn't see, you know. <laughs> they what, what happened to all the dark skin brothers, you know, Lord of the Rings? I'm saying, I... You get 5,000 years later, it seemed like they're, they got rid of all the darkies by then. Damn. Was, <laughs> like, I was surprised. Oh, Black Elf. Oh, wow. Like, I was surprised. I'm surprised. I think it was like, I'm surprised it didn't <laughs> say like Dark, dark Elf. elf. <laughs> I know. Dude, they even go, okay. They, for a moment, they, they got to an area where like, are they going to say it? Because like, we don't like your kind. Oh, like, pointy ears. <laughs> your pointy ears like. Come on. One of those pointies. <laughs> Look out, the pointies are coming. So, that was one thing I was trying to figure out. What was the point for them guarding that one town area? I think it was just set up um, stations. So, yeah. Like, I know there were station setups on like Middle Earth, but they had said something like those were people who were sided with Morgoth or something like that. Yeah. They kept saying that. the uh, And that's why they're positioned out there. Oh, no. It was, the, I was trying the to the town over. Yeah. The town over. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what she was. That's yeah. The was town saying. over. Because she kept. She denied that, or she didn't want to believe that her town was also uh, a sympathizers. Sympathizers, yeah, with Morgoth. Okay. In the dark. And so that's why she was like, "You're lying. There are good people there." And I was like, "How do you know? You haven't been there in a long time." Yeah. She said, "You used to be there. Lots changed since then." All right. They're like, "Hey, make Middle Earth great again with Morgoth reign." Yeah. You, you that know. one dude that was that. Uh, oh, that guy in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we don't get your pointies here around here to get your pointy boots off our neck and so even the bartender was like hey man quell the fire here's a drink beer. on me dude that bartender was about to throw I down I love that bartender <laughs> even though he was an old ass dude that back to that guy smacked the beer out of his hand even though he just offered him hey man calm down here's a free beer on the house smacks it out of his hand that bartender immediately went for hands oh, and was about to sucker punch him right in the ear <laughs> but the elf stopped him and was like dude kudos to this bartender instead of the ones where it's like Hey, we don't want no troll around here. And then they get pushed around or whatever yeah, yeah. by locals. Like, no, this is my fucking establishment. That'll you pay work. My beer, that's ready money. to throw down. That's money you just wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, 100%. Kudos to you, man. Protect your shit. Protect your shit, that's man. Wh- that's why you got that stand your ground law, you know? <laughs> in, in old Middle Earth. Stand your ground in old Middle Earth. <laughs> Uh, that's horrible. So oh stupid. Oh my god, it's so political. Well, definitely that guy was 100% racist against us. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you think about just in general? Were there any characters that stood out for you? Like was it weird seeing like a young Elrond? Like it was Elrond? a little odd. Uh one for the fact that Elrond had a strong fucking jaw as a young man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, that like- man just had a box for a mouth. <laughs> 
Dude, he put J- Jay Leno to a fucking shame, dude. Like, dude, for fuck. real. Who who is that actor? That he looks, but he does look strikingly familiar. Like like I feel like I've seen his face before. Um, Robert Aramayo. Aramayo. What does he What does he come in? Um, he's also been in The Empty Man, Annie Bellum, mm. um, Kingsman, mm. um, Straight Alls. He was in Game of Thrones. He was Young Ned. That's right. Yep. That okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes, that's totally, what it, that, okay, that's like some Can yeah. you pull that image of him really quick? Okay. Just so from, I can see from him Game like, of Thrones? Yeah, like okay, young okay. young Ned Stark. Game of Thrones. Because I was like, damn, it is it is bugging the crap out of there it is. There it is. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, there, yeah. That strong ass jaw. <laughs> that dude. jaw lie. They're that really- jaw does not lie. <laughs> One from one middle earth to the other. For real, man. And does it look like he could be like a younger Hugo Weaving? His mannerisms are starting to... Like, yeah, the way it. he talks and yeah. the mannerism, yeah, you can totally tell he's trying to match that. But I get that, you yeah. know. Yeah. It, it's like uh, Ewan McGregor when he's trying to, you know, be Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to match it as a younger version of it, so you kind of have to have some similar voice mannerism to it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can I can fuck with that. Yeah. 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 But, well, how do you think about the... The character and everything. Do you think he did good? Are you see more of that? Are you interested in seeing? I am. I'm, I'm invested. Out? You're invested, Mike. Right? I am yeah. invested in it. I, I like. I already know Galandriel is already like this very, or at least coming off at the most, a very powerful sorceress, mm-hmm. almost to like the level to where it's like she is very level headed, to very calm, and then if shit pops off, she'll go off. Like she'll she'll definitely flex power. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And they've shown that in Lord of the Rings, and they've shown it in The Hobbit, yeah. as well. Well, I, it's gonna be interesting seeing how she goes from where she is now to how she is in Lord of the Rings. Like right now, she's she's an elven commander. Mm-hmm. She knows how to fight. Oh yeah, when she took out the ice troll. Yeah, when she took on the ice troll. Yeah, into what we now see her as like a sorceress type in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So I am very interested on how that transition plays out. So I'm like, you know what? I'll I just, it. I also find it funny, just like in just in the general realm of Lord of the Rings, like for elves, the reward is like death. The Undying Lands, like going to there, it's basically like going to afterlife. No, so so the Undying. Come on, land, come on, come on! You they, you they, know that symbolism. You can see the symbolism with the white light the and symbolism, they're entering. But the actual land itself, they call it the Undying because it's literally like the land of the gods in a sense. It, yeah, because where it's like it's basically a utopia. It's yeah, like Val, it's like Valhalla for Vikings. But, yes, but, but you're they don't not actually, but they don't actually die though. But you're not allowed to leave. After that, no, you're not no. allowed to leave. No, so that's an afterlife. <laughs> because I mean, why would you want to leave at that point? It's it's a perfect utopia where literally no one else it's an afterlife it's an euphemism for afterlife but in this lore (laughs) in this lore it's a literal land like it's across the sea from middle earth (laughs) and it's like and only those that are actually also accepted usually the ones that's the ring bearers ring bearers are the ones that are usually they can go there that go back to the land so that's why you see at the end of lord of the rings you have frodo who was a ring bearer you have congratulations Frodo. you get to die yeah, you yeah. get to be in a perfect <laughs> utopia. You don't get to age. You you live in good. And also, spoiler as well, uh, Gimli and Legolas leave together to the Undying Lands as well. Mm. That's right. And then even Sam moves to the Undying Lands as well. well he, he can't leave Frodo, man. Of course no. not. <laughs> that's, that's your fucking homie, bro. Wait, here's right. my thing. You have to get to the Undying Lands. You have to sail across a vast amount of sea. Yes. Yes. 
They were right at the entrance mm-hmm. of Undying Lands, right? Yes. Galadriel jumps off ship. Yes. How far does this woman have to swim to get back to Middle Earth like shores? And Gandalf's not here to call the eagles. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, she she's going to Michael Phelps it. For, yeah, well, I mean, she has to because I mean, <laughs> she showed the strength that she could do it because she punched a hole through a wall. So maybe the ship comes back out. Like, maybe it's not, like, an area where it's, like, as soon as you leave, you can't, like, as soon as you get there, you can't leave. But It's, it's like, it's, like, an f- actual ferryman who just, like, literally transports people back and forth. Maybe. I think it's just, like, a... Just and then a- how long is she... Is she just going to be swimming out in front of the entrance just waiting for that ship to come back? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, think about, okay, they're supposed to be accepted in there, right? Do they take the entire boat with them when it they look, go inside the... It looked like it. So, yeah. including those people that are helping them out. Mm-hmm. Do they all just get a ride in there too, just because they're helping out, or yeah, they get like Probably. free ride to heaven, <laughs> or they get to see like paradise and like yeah, no, you're just a ferryman, go back out. Well, it also <laughs> <laughs> get out of here, yeah, here. But it, it also looked as if like there was like a hymn or a song of some sort yeah. that had to be that had to be said in order for these clouds pretty much to part, mm. which is the gateway yeah. for yeah. it to open. So maybe it literally is a physical, it literally is a physical place, but it kind of has like a barrier or a guard. Like a dimensional barrier like or something like that. Barrier, a magical something like that. barrier. So yeah. And to keep out pretty much, you know, orcs and shit. Because we don't want those filthy orcs. Yeah, but that means something get a boat orcs. to go out there. Those, and Those filthy mud goblins. Yeah, hey, you won't see any dark elves in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you're on that post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they kept the far out on that post. Dude, they probably encourage them to stay out there. You know what? You don't have to go back. You know, stay out there. Yeah, you know, when they, you know when they get the call like, hey, we don't have to be here. We get to go back home. Dude was like, hey, uh, you can stay if you want. <laughs> I mean, someone needs to guard this someone's post. Someone's got to start I mean, it looks like you got some attachments here. So, I mean... <laughs> Everyone's a win-win. <laughs> we don't have to, you know, you get to stay here with your love and we don't have to, you know, theoretically <clears throat> dirty up the undying land. But, uh, but anyway, <laughs> some racism and shit. In you know, it's a land of pure white light. You don't want to cast any shadows. <laughs> I wonder if we, like, when he talked about it, I wonder if when he described it to him, he was like, it is a land of pure white light. And it's like, wow, that sounds amazing. Yes. Of pure white light. (laughs) Just beaming rays of pure light. (laughs) No shadows ever casted. (laughs) Just the purest of light. How did this jump to like just being Lord of Rings being racist? (laughs) I think it's because we're so used to just seeing like... No, it's because no, no ethnicities in Lord yeah, of the Rings. Yeah, you don't. You <laughs> had no ethnicities for like an entire trilogy, and now you see some black people show up. I think maybe into like J.R.R. Tolkien's, <laughs> like maybe just as a as a save saving grace, mm-hmm. there is the way the continents are set up. There's technically no Africa, so. Well, I mean. Maybe we gotta take, there's no we gotta take an account. But yes, that also sounds very bad as well. Yeah. No, we gotta take know. an account. Maybe, this might be Wales or Essex or some shit. I don't know. We gotta take an account of when this book, the era of this book was was made. Uh-huh. And back then, you know, let's be honest, there's no diversity in these books. They're all described the exact same way. Well, I'm not I'm not talking about the books, though. I'm yeah. talking about like when the first yeah, Lord no, of the Rings but, movie yeah. came out. Yeah, which they were they're trying to follow the books, right? Yeah. So they can say that you know, as a fair skinned person, you know, uh some with golden hair. Were the books even really that descriptive with the looks? I've I, I 
I've seen people online bitch about like this, describe the books, and like, no, it has to look like this fucking person. Like, and they showed up like a, you know, like a drawing of like a blonde person, mm-hmm. and they're bitching about a, a black actor taking their place. <laughs> well, did you really care about the whole Aaron Deere like storyline so far? I feel like it's there just to kind of carry it a little bit of the reach, the the long reach, the long reach of yeah. Sauron okay. that Melkor had. So I think it's just more of like along the lines of, yeah, this guy's here. He's a new character. I really don't really give a shit, mm-hmm. you know, but the fact that he's there just to insinuate how far that this, I guess, disease of evil has spread. spread. Yeah. I think, I mean, it, to me, it seems more like that, like the first story with the, um, with the elf, the, the girl. Mm-hmm. Galandriel. Yes. Uh, she is the revenge story. He is the, um, the love story, the love story. And the Hobbit is more like the, the investigating, like, you know, trying to the curious, the nature. curious one. Yeah. 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 Because even, even Hobbits have like that sense of like, yeah, why do we need to leave? Like we got all we have right here. Mm-hmm. We stick, keep our nose out of trouble. We just eat. Smoke a little pipe weed. But now you got that curious girl asking questions. Exactly. And it kind of it kind of falls back to in the first Lord of the Rings. I don't know if you guys remember, but it kind of falls into like in that pub when all the hobbits are kind of talking, at least the older hobbits, they're kind of talking around like there's some shadowy figures along our borders. Strange things are happening. And then one's like, it's like nothing. It's like he's talking about like what goes beyond our borders is none of our business. Yeah. You know? He's like, keep your nose out of trouble. No trouble will come to you kind of thing. Yeah. We mind our own business. We stick to our own. Yeah. We get rid of those dirty, dark hair foots. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> God damn. I still think there's some kind of genocide that happened that they don't want to explain. He's like, if everyone cared about drinking food, there would be no greed except those dirty hair foots. <laughs> those mm, Filthy woodlands. <laughs> like how <laughs> like we turned Lord of the Rings into like the most racist show. I just like the fact that Amazon that tried to be all inclusive. Like, you know, we're going to we're gonna put some. We're going to put some actual minorities in minorities here. Minorities in there. We're going to have it all. And we're sitting there. We're here tearing it down completely. And they have good intentions. They had everything. <laughs> it's more the fact that since it's a prequel and yeah. you think yeah. about like you know story wise and you see like no minorities in like the in later the rings, rings. Yeah. you start to think about some things you start to question yeah. how this world developed so it's like I mean it's, okay at least it was like Star Wars where there wasn't and they're like oh now in these new movies they are Yeah, it turns out oh no they're you know they're spread across other planets we're good but they're not like prequels it's like no yeah that's what I'm saying like, this like yeah, yeah. So what happens to all these people? <laughs> Look, we don't talk about that, all right? We don't talk about that. Don't worry about it, all right? All we know is that they were hairfoots. That's it. That's all our textbooks say. Look, at, for right That's now, it. it's all good. Don't worry about the future. Yeah, don't worry about it, all right? <laughs> Keep your nose out of trouble and no trouble will come to you, all right? It's the oldest and noblest of Hobbit sayings. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. Hey, that's the oldest of saying. Hey, man. Don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> hey, don't ask any questions. Have <laughs> some pipe weed. Have some pipe weed. Shut up. <laughs> Not until we get the a re-release of the original trilogy and these the superimposes people in the background. Oh, I know. <laughs> Just put some minority people in the background. Damn. 
<laughs> I just blue screen up. <laughs> Fuck. All right. You guys got anything else you want to add to this before we close off? Any last things you want to talk uh, about? Or I am excited to see the orcs. The orcs? Because I, I know that they, when it showed like that big battle, I know mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, the elves. For a glimpse, it showed the uh, the Nazgul. Or not even not the Nazgul, but the the dread, where yeah. it's like those dragon things that yeah, they were yeah. at. The dread fighting with the eagles. We see the eagles mm-hmm. and then getting like just absolutely torched by like rain I said, of like, fire. You're not gonna yeah. get something like that no. towards the last episode. No, it's too much of a something budget. that yeah, too much. No, we're gonna get how, some maybe how much money they put in the show. Maybe yeah. something like Helm's Deep. Maybe we get, or maybe we'll get something like a uh, remember in Game of Thrones where you had the two episode parters of of a king not King's Landing, was it? Where the Starks are from, uh, Winterfell. Winterfell, like the maybe. battle, like or the battle of Winterfell like, over you, there. You think you're? In, I don't. I don't think we're gonna get like a two episode parter battle. No, but like that, I yeah. think we're gonna get a battle. You're, you're hoping at least something like Helm's Deep, right? So I'm at least well, hoping of some sort of battle. Yeah, because well, like, you can never really imitate. Helm's watch Deep. if you go it's back just, to the IDBM page real quick, because this is Lord of the Rings. If you don't have well, that massive like thousands of men armies fighting each other, it's not Lord of the Rings. No. No, they actually that. go up. They mentioned a where is it at? Actually, go down. Sorry, go down. Mm. They I saw it, it was supposedly they're, they're planning to make this a five season show. Mm, okay, what? Well, where five was seasons? it? Seasons. Yes. Whereas maybe it was in the the wiki page. Ooh, the dark mountains. There's forest. Yeah. Ooh. Plot is projected to progress at least five seasons. And some 500 hours of TV. 50 hours of TV. Sorry, 50. I don't mind. I read 500. Ooh. And possibly with a spinoff over a period of eight to 10 years. Ooh. Which, That's, let's be honest, you could I'm, do multiple spinoffs of this thing. This, oh, it's I'm Lord of the Rings. Cool. You could do a thousand spinoffs. Yeah. I want to know, though, because they're, they're drawing a lot more Lord of the Rings lore, and I really like that, especially from the Cimmerillion. Yeah. And one particular part I do want to know if they come into mm-hmm. because if I saw that there was covering the the uh the elven town of Linden yeah I'm there and I don't remember if it was true or not but if I remember right did it show Linden in this episode uh, yeah yeah well it showed them here's another thing I just want to point out because also before we go to that I don't like the map transitions Oh, I see what you mean. Where he goes like, meanwhile. Yeah. And then, you know, like, going from Linden over to, you know, the Signing Sea. Yeah. Going from Signing Sea over back to, you know, so-and-so. Yeah. I, I didn't like the map transitions. Like, but yeah, I think they did show Linden. Okay. Yeah. If I remember right, because I'm trying to remember, because there was an elven city that was underground, and it was a massive elven city. I mean, like, one of its <laughs> biggest, and almost pretty much the size, if not bigger, of... um. Damn it. Of Moria. Oh, okay. Okay, so massive. However, it was sacked by a massive dragon, like bigger than Smaug. Mm. It was like the Lord of Dragons. Yeah, Lord, okay. But if they're saying spinoffs, there's yeah. one particular creature that I hope we get to see. And at the same time, I hope I don't get to see mm-hmm. because it's fucking horrendous. And it's Shelob's mom. Hmm. Yeah. Shelob's mom, Ungoliant. Google that. You know how big Shelob was? Yeah. Remember how big? She's bigger. She's mountain big. How do you spell that? Oh, yeah. Ungold. Or you can put Shelob's mom. Yeah, I'll see that. There she is. 
Oh, go yeah. To, go to images. Yeah. So you want to see that. I do. And at the same time, I don't. The images that were described as her was as big as a mountain. And she was so and she was one of, the, if not the darkest creature that ever existed in Middle Earth. She was so fucking powerful and dark that even Melkor had to run for his money. And only the help of his Balrogs was he able to win against her. And even then, it was barely. Barely. This is a grotesque monster. You're hoping to see something like this on this level? I'm hoping to see these Lord creatures because they're they're mentioned like how you mentioned Smaug mm-hmm. or Ungoliant or Shelob. You know, you have these massive creatures that existed in Middle Earth, but you don't really get to see any of them. You hear them always talking about them them, talk because it's always legend and stuff like that. Or in lore, they're kind of glossed over a little bit. I hope to at least in these spinoffs is the future, either a mention of these creatures or just talked about a little bit, or even if they're even seen at all, that would be so freaking cool. I would like to see that. I would definitely like to see the creatures, the world, you know, besides for, you know, what we get used to, which is like the humanoid figures. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I definitely want to see like more of like, maybe what about a, a type of show where it's similar to uh, like American Horror Story, where it's just every season is a new, you know, a new story being told. Not really like kind of like mm. not an anthology, but you know, I'm talking like uh, where it's the Lord is instead of doing like I said, they're playing to do a five, uh, mm. five seasons mm-hmm. with using Either the same or similar characters, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But why not doing a show where it's like every season is, you know, either a different era, a different battle, different something, you know, something different. I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. I think so it's going to be a little bit hard because it's more, everything's chronology. Like, yeah. Like in a set time. So yeah. I feel like what they're trying to build up for Rings of Power is like possibly every season might skip over maybe like a few years to build up towards that final, you know, battle with Sauron. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I feel like they're building up towards that, yeah. but they're just not going to actually get to that. I feel like the ending of everything is going to build up right towards that. I think like all, where all yeah. men and elves band together and like, we're going to stop him and then cut end credits. <laughs> I, I think, yeah. I think it's also because it's called the ring of powers. I think it's also going to cut into these powerful rings, rings that exist. Exactly. And how like, you know, the um, age of men got, you know, men got yes. their power. Elves got their power. Dwarves got their, the rings yeah. are their ring. The, how the elves got their rings. The dwarves got theirs yeah, yeah, and men yeah. got theirs. And then you have the one ring that corrupted all the other rings. Yeah. I think that's what is going to explain how all that happened. Yeah. So I think the rings of power is, is it's definitely, we're going to see some orcs. We're going to, you know, we're going to see the, the stuff that Lord of the Rings has to offer us, mm-hmm. but especially with their, you know, Shakespearean high fantasy talk. I'm totally in for. I love it. It's basically <laughs> quotes. You can, Machiavellian drama, man. You can put that's, us quotes for your IG page, you know? That's well, the shit that I live the, for. The second I'm able to jump ship, I will. Yeah. <laughs> the no, second I no longer have to review these things or look at them anymore, no, I'm done. You're coming into He's the Undying full Lands. full on Galadriel. He's going to jump that ship. You're not going to get the chance. I'm going to pull your ass into the Undying <laughs> Lands. You're on this boat ride for Middle Earth, buddy. Oh, you're no. going to be here for centuries. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm aware of that. But you're also aware you're in our ship as well. I know. <laughs> and then one last thing. How do you guys feel about so the shooting star, the person falling? Was that one of the wizards? I Do you think it is? Vote yes. Yeah. Because in the, when you had Melkor and everything that was popping off with Melkor and his army, mm-hmm. you had the, what the hell, the, the, val- the Valier? 
think they're called. I actually said it right now. If you go down and set it. The. I just saw it. No? Never mind. No. Just a random ass words. Never mind. <laughs> but basically, you had the cosmic being sending pretty much all these people to handle it, like head mm -hmm. on. Like, all right, we're going to handle this one on one for sure, you know. Mm -hmm. Deity beings against deities beings, you know, absolute fucking. We're sending our people down. Yeah, we're help. sending our people down. Except when this kind of goes off Sauron, they kind of help indirectly. Mm -hmm. So with that, they send the Meyer or the Maya, yeah. which is Gandalf, you know, uh, Sauron, Radagast. And you have the two blue wizards. I always forget their name. Yeah. But they were sent as well to kind of help guide everyone everyone you know, the humankind, elves the mortals of this the beings of the world yeah beings of yeah you know to be able to counteract against this evil mm -hmm. so i think that yes this first being is one of the first maya from what it showed he had a beard a short beard but he had a beard could be gandalf <laughs> you're hoping it's a gandalf young, a young gandalf however you know gandalf's pretty damn old so and even in that time he was fucking old mm -hmm. So this may be maybe one of the blue wizards because it landed in the east and it said that the blue wizards landed in the east who helped started the rebellion. Evelyn, yeah. You know, but I don't know. Maybe maybe could, maybe could not. Oh. All I know is I feel like it is one of the Maya though. Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling that too. I really hope we get to see like more of them being established and how they really came to help out. Yeah. Because they're always talking about being a big thing, but you don't actually see them be a big thing. You only see yes. like Gandalf doing his shit. Yeah. And everyone, everyone always asks like, yo, why can't they just like do powers? Why can't they just do that? Because they were given very strict instructions. One, they could not reveal who they were. Mm -mm. So that's why they're always like, who's Gandalf? Like, why is he always in like, eh, you know, I'm just always like that. Blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. But really, he can't reveal who himself. He can't use, they can't use direct powers to solve everyone's problems and issues. Mm -hmm. They have to be able to guide these beings in this world into solving it on their own. They can help a little bit, but they can't just be like, Hey, hey. send these angles to pick up this ring and throw it in a volcano. Yes, they can't <laughs> do it. They can't solve all their problems for them. They were given very strict instructions, basically by God. They're <laughs> Iru. God's like, I want you to help out, but I don't need you to help out. I need you to be like, Hey, this person lost their car keys. Do you ever see that? Do you ever see uh, what was the name of that show that Daniel Radcliffe was on? Where he's like he's an angel. He works in heaven. Miracle workers. Miracle workers. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that show? Yeah, yeah. You know where he's like, oh, he answers prayers. Prayers. <laughs> and all it is is mainly like, oh, I lost my keys. Trying right. to use symbols and science. Simple <laughs> science or or methods to where it's like they have to find it on their own, but you have to guide them towards. So I'm gonna melt snowflake number one. Snowflake number two. And eventually, all these snowflakes are gonna yeah. melt, and, and then, then all, and then they're gonna find their keys and be like. Prayer answered, yep. you know, so it's kind of like that at the same time. But also they were given very strict instructions not to face Sauron head on because mm. he's one of them as well. Yeah. So they can't fight one another, which, of course, Sauron disobeys that because he's a, gets corrupted yeah. like that. And so but yes, I think it's one of the wizards that we're going to be seeing. If it's Radagast, I'm just going to fucking lose it. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. What? I was looking up right now that up there, mm -hmm. that uh, the source material itself, you see it was, a, a, was it 5,000 years before or something like that? This, the yeah, events of the Ring of Power to the Lord of the Rings is roughly around 4,000 years. 4, this is, 000, the series 000. will explore times, uh, times a millennia before years of Fellowship of the Ring. 
That's what I said. Time's been linear. Well, they're right there, the source material. Wait, but it cannot use anything based off of... Because they don't have the... So- the showrunner said that we have rights solely to the Fellowship of the Rings, Two Towers, Return of the King, the uh, pen- Penances? And the Hobbit. And the Hobbit. Yeah. But they don't have Cimmerian, Unfinished Tales, History of Mid- Middle Earth, or any of those books. So they can only do certain things, not what, pretty much... Okay. So they only have a finite amount of material to work with. So how long is a millennia? A thousand, a thousand years. A thousand? Yeah. Okay. Also, yeah, it makes sense. What the hell? I don't think, yeah. For some reason, I don't think a million. I don't know well, why. <laughs> so the, late, events, right? of a, so <laughs> yeah, the yeah. events of a thousand, so all the way to Lord of the Rings is roughly around four, I think four or five thousand years. Yeah, yeah. The events that happen from the battle, from when the ring gets cut from Sauron's hand mm-hmm. by Isildur to... The beginning of where we find Frodo and everything else, that gap is a thousand, thousand years. years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that may, definitely makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah. at least, I mean, at least it shows that they do have a fine amount of information, at least for right now, mm-hmm. until they're able to purchase more. Um, but there's so much like information yes. to work with. Like, I, you can you can have like two books and you can like make like ten shows out of them. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a lot of source material. It's a lot of material to work with, dude. Yeah, but I mean, let's be honest. Like, there's some people who would want. You know, I'm pretty sure the the showrunners like, well, we got this is one store that'd be perfect, but we just can't have it. Yeah, mm-hmm. at least not yet. Mm. But I mean, it sucks as well because once you know, obviously, once the show's made. Mm. It gets more expensive to buy the, the exactly, properties. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, you know, instead of asking, you know, give us a million dollars to now give us five million, give us 10 million. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's going to be a good place to close out tonight's topic. I mean, we're super excited, all three of us, for mm-hmm. Rings of Power. You can Absolutely. just see the excitement on Adrian's face. Just look at that. Look at that. He's just breathing <laughs> in. What is to be yeah, a yeah. very casual, well enjoyable log ride? It's, <laughs> it's it's like the log ride where it's like, hey, there's a drop, but you don't know where it's at, so you're just enjoying the coast. I, I'm willing to enjoy the Game of Thrones. Casually bumping some walls. I'm I'm enjoying the Kings of Thrones. I'm like, okay, at least I I, I could get through that, <laughs> dude. This is gonna be a struggle. It's, it's because you're high fantasy. Well, what did what did I say struggle. before we were coming in? Oh. Where it was like. You went for Game of Thrones where it's like, I have a thing for bastards and broken things. And it's like, oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Very interesting. Ooh. And then you have the evil is so rotten that even the flames. Are- <laughs> Dude, I went from Doctor Who clapping cheeks to watching fucking a chick stab an orc in the head. What do you think I'm going to do? It's fucking like, come on. You're going for the sex for Doctor Strange? Dude, he's going for the Matt, Re- the Matt Smith clapping cheeks. Damn. Dude, I was, I was forced into that one. You just had to like... Wow, it's, it's you were ready for that. You were ready for. Oh Doctor no, you were ready for. It's literally go like, oh yeah, titty, titty, titty. Then it just cuts over. It's like open wall, like just him, yeah, cut, see, him going just, at it. Like, yeah, see, next episode we're gonna talk about full on with House of the Dragon. We'll have like full three episodes in there. Now, we'll be yeah. ready to get now for that. At least I want Mike to talk about the audio. <laughs> I want to get deep into that. Put the headphones oh, yeah. on. I want to hear every clap. Yeah, you at should least break then, down. You should fully break down the audio for that. At least then, so far, what I'm seeing is just casual on scene sex. Oh no, dude, it gets graphic. <laughs> but here's though, but for House of Dragons, this is so far compared to Game of Thrones, this is pretty tame so far. Uh, you, we'll, we'll talk about it once you get there. You tell me if it's pretty tame or not. It's, yeah, you haven't got any. No, we have not got there yet. <laughs> 
We have oh, not got there. You yet. might get there. I'm telling you that. No, oh, I've done. already seen the episode. No, you, you, he's saying like later. You're probably it's probably building up towards that because they're not just trying to do like oh you know House of Dragon like one or two seasons. I feel like they're trying to get like five or six seasons out of this, and you know what's going to expect in the later seasons. Well, yeah, I know five or six seasons we're going to expect, but I mean at least it's not going to. It's not right so, off the bat. So far, right off the bat, all I want to know is like why was it so graphic <laughs> and sound? When you had what's his face, what the Robert Baratheon's brother, that was doing it from the guy from like High Garden. Oh uh, yeah. Why did it sound so graphic in terms of foley artistry? Do it. But then when you had, like, just every other, you know what, person in the brothel, it was just like you know whatever sounds you expect. Like when you're seeing like, oh wow, there's sex on screen. You know what? Well, we no, do. Because we could try to contact the foley artist. And explain and, and have an interview. We could have an interview with the Foley artist. If you get the Foley artist on here, I want to be like, why is it so much more graphic? Why isn't it just like insinuate? Like what was this your personal opinion of like, yo, we need the sound of a papaya just being like, remember, just if, if, being, if you, we could ask her. Remember that. If you can. No, no. If you can get a list of episodes that really turned you off with the Foley, we can find the artist for that. We'll start contacting. Just, yeah. The other thing as well is how they drink out of their fucking mugs. <laughs> It sounds like you ever heard like a three-year-old yeah, drink yeah, water yeah, yeah. and they're like every time and every, no, even worse. It's like, like, it's just, <laughs> it's like, it's not one continuous slurp. So no, it's like, just, yes. Oh my God. Like it's fucking, I don't know why she had, why nobody knows how to fucking drink. Nobody knows. No, they're like, and then they're like a fucking child. They're like, and you always see it falling off the side of the mouth. Yeah, yeah. like, dude, whoever's whoever's in charge of the 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 cup maker of the fucking land, I don't know, but you guys need to figure that shit dude, out. Oh, uh, you know what I'm gonna do? Actually, I'm gonna try to find a, a replica cup. How about that? All right, fine. Yeah. I'll find a replica cup and I'll have you drink out of it. This evening, could if it, we'll put the mic up to it. He makes because, the same noise. because apparently that's why Daenerys's act actress went and got a Starbucks. <laughs> At the end of the season, that was kind. Of, that's why I was caught on camera. Mm-hmm. Just couldn't drink out of that cup. Couldn't drink out of that cup, man, because everyone will be making the same dirty ass sounds. <laughs> so you, you get you get the Foley artist for an interview, and I would need to know like was that from was that from from up top down or was that like you know what we need some weird fucking sounds for that cup. Because that was just horrendous. I'm going to do some research for you, all right? I'm going to do that for you. Do it. I'm going to do some research. Do it. If you get her on, then I want to ask. All right, we're going to put a close to tonight's episode. But before we fully head out, we want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. Yeah. We got Audible. Audible. The leading provider of audiobooks. They have over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from. This week, that's right. Of course, it's going to be relevant. I am reading The Fellowship of the Ring by J.R.R. Tolkien because you know I had to prepare myself for Rings of Power by, of course, listening to the audiobook. Absolutely. Damn, 19 hours. Yep. That's you right, know man. it, man. Hell yeah. If you have a three to almost four hour Oh, sorry. Film, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, it's it's 22 hours for the first book. Yeah, Hell yeah. 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 See, Mike's down. I'm 100% He's down. He's 100 down. I'll get it right now. He'll listen to that right now. Hell yeah. And get that nice free little premium selection credit. So that's right. You can visit www.audibletrial.com forward slash redband. 
for a 30 day free trial. You get that nice free credit, yours to keep forever. The Audible catalog also contains podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. So go check out www.audibletrial.com forward slash redband. That's right, that's audibletrial.com forward slash R E D B A N D redband. So finally closing out, that was a really interesting topic we had. Yep. We want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious how you think about how you think about tonight's topic. Did you like Rings of Power? Are you a fan of the Lord of Rings? Or are you just salty like Adrian? Just hate anything just nice and high fantasy? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on the Next Generation YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on an open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash redbandpodcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film related news we put out episodes every monday for audio listeners you can find the red band podcast on itunes amazon music spotify iHeartRadio, and of course our website which i'll say again www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash red band podcast and as usual before we fully close out mike castle's finishing end notes for you guys yes all the different ways you'll be able to listen to us all of them listed, including iHeartRadio. not to mention our patreon account that we also have so more subscribers means more content for you and each one comes with a different incentive of a prize that you get for each subscription so consider heading on over there subscribing to our content so that way we can create more content for you uh not to mention as well if you want to be able to watch these live versions of our podcast you'll be able to go to youtube and search under our red band podcast up there on our next journey pro page so and uh i think that actually just covered it so yes so all the different ways you can find us also on instagram as well we also have tiktok because you know sell out that way that's how we do. You know, we also have, I think, a Facebook as well. And then while Anthony's posing on my camera, <laughs> one of the few things I get in this world, <laughs> head on over and consider subscribing to our content. Like, share, leave a comment down below, and consider, you know, having someone else subscribe. And, uh, yep, that covers it for me. You guys heard from Mike. Please like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Later, taters.